Hello, hello. Welcome to the Change With Him Real Raw Redeemed podcast. I am your host, Sarah Picaro, and today's episode is called What the Duck. <laughs> I thought that was so clever because it actually and literally is about ducks. Today is May 1st. So we're just kind of coming out of springtime and into what feels like summertime. So we're in this beautiful transition period. I think we're always in transition periods, to be quite honest. And I think a lot of us are like, well, I'm not transitioning. And it's like, yes, you are. And I remember from the first move and the move back, I grew up in Arizona and I dreaded coming back because I felt like my life was where I was at, right? Don't we always feel like our life is where we're at? But the I, I see God's hands in all of it now because it was the move back to Arizona where I grew up to move back into my childhood home my childhood bedroom with my daughter. Like literally, you know how dogs, when they're in trouble, you're like, you peed in the house. And they're like, I'm sorry. I just couldn't help it. Oh, the curtain just looks so nice. It was calling my name. I had to pee on it. My dog does that. Ugh. I think, I think I've talked about that in another episode. Theo does that from time to time. We've got these long curtains that reach the floor and literally right by the doggy door, like he will, he will pee on it. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I just, it drives me crazy. Like he'll go in my daughter's room, he'll pee on her toys and we'll mark them. And I'm like, what the, and I don't say duck. I say the F word. What the fuck? Like you can go out the doggy door. Literally. Like I watch you do it a million times a day. <laughs> you have no issues doing it. So what the actual, you know? Um, so lots of things in life can frustrate us, especially the things that we don't understand. We don't understand God's hand. And we're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I want to know what you're doing. Tell me what you're doing, please. Because if I know, then I'll feel more comfortable. And I'm all about that comfort zone, baby. You know, like I just want to stay in the comfort zone. I want to know. And we don't know. We don't know more than we know. Have you thought about that? We don't know more than we know. And there's what we know we know, and there's what we know we don't know, and then there's what we don't know that we don't know. And there's a lot that we don't know. And there's a lot that I don't know. And I'm totally cool with it. I'm totally cool with it now, majority of the time. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you guys. Like, there's a lot of times I'm like, you know, God, that'd be great if you could just like, you know, let me turn on Netflix and it would be a movie of the future of my life because I would love to know. I want to know, baby, don't hurt me no more, right? We're like, no, I want to know. And we don't. And when we don't, we're like, what What the actual? <laughs> that's what she said, right? And a lot of times we're like, that's that's what I said. Yep, that's what she said. And if you're a girl listening to this, you're like, that's funny because it's not funny. Because normally when you say that, you're thinking about other things. But we're not talking about that in this episode. <laughs> we're talking about what the duck. And I remember moving, um, leaving my home, leaving all my all my material things, all my belongings. I had no money. I had no job. I left. I left literally everything except for my car and what I could pack in it and uh, the things that my parents had drove to Utah to move for me and left everything else there and it was a, it was a mind fuck to get away from the narcissist to get that person out of my life in the best capacity that I could at that time and 
uh, just really searching on a quest and on a on a motherfucking boat, like on a boat, searching, sailing on a quest, like where's my life taking me and feeling like I was drowning in the storm. I think it's funny when I read the Bible because there are stories about storms and, you know, boats, people on boats going, what the actual, what the actual F, J, like what up, Jesus, what's up with this? I, I, I'm in the middle of a storm. And you're fucking sleeping. Like, wake up. Hello. And the beautiful thing is, he's the calm in the middle of the storm. And a lot of times we can get in these mental storms, these mental mindfuck storms in our head and in our life. And we're like, what the actual fuck? Like, where are you? You're sleeping? Like, you're sleeping on the job? And he's like, look, I'm sleeping because I'm not afraid. I am modeling for you. I am teaching you. I am resting. I'm calm in the chaos. I'm calm in the middle of the storm. And there's so many times where we're like, what the actual? Ah, ah, ah. And it's craziness and it's chaos. And we're like, oh my God, I'm going to drown. I'm going overboard. I'm going to die. And and then we don't. And uh, yeah, it's it's quite fascinating. Uh, I was actually thinking about this the other day when I saw this little baby duck, and uh, I wanted to share this book with you. Oh, so Saved. I want you to look up this book. It's called Saved by Tony Bullimore, B-U-L-L-I-M-O-R-E, and it it talks about that. It talks about his crazy, crazy adventure. Even if you don't buy the book, just read the like excerpt what it's about. Uh, so crazy. So look that up. Uh, it's an autobiography. It tells the story of both one of the most amazing feats of modern survival and also the extraordinary efforts of the Australian rescue services. So I want you to look that up. He spends nearly five days sheltering in an air pocket in the upturned hull of his yacht. I'm going to leave it there. Dun, dun, dun. There's a suspense. Uh, and that's what happens when we feel like our life is in, in chaos and disarray and we're like, what the actual? Uh, and I thought about this the other day. I was riding my bike and I saw these little ducks. So there were two different experiences of ducks lately. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. I do believe in signs and wonders. I do believe in God with my whole heart, all of it, not just pieces of it, all of it. But I do ask him frequently, search my heart, like find any dark spots in my heart, find any places within me that I'm hiding from you, that I'm keeping from you, that I am scared to show you. Find them, search them, seek them and expose them, please, because I'm ready. I'm ready to grow and I know that I can only grow through you and with you. And I want to do that for you. Because there's so much he's done for me. So many times that I didn't deserve it. So many ways when I look back and I feel like he was gone. And I asked him what the actual fuck. And I'm like, why are you not here? Where are you? And he's like, I'm sleeping. I'm resting. Because I'm not scared of this. I'm not worried about this. This is not going to capsize you. This is not going to catapult you into anything that I can't get you through. I'm with you, my love. I'm resting. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I wish I could do it a different way at times. And now it's so much easier to do things in a different way because I'm like, well, just do it your way. Your way is better, right? And I love worship songs because they just remind me of how great his ways are. And I just, there's so many things that remind me of how great his ways are. And one of them was ducks. The other day I was driving, driving my bike, riding my bike. And I, there's, so it's springtime 
Maytime, springtime, and these cute little ducks. They're so cute. And the mama has the babies, and the babies are just darling. If you've ever seen baby ducks, they're like the cutest thing. And so they swim along in this canal, and I'm riding my bike, and I'm like, do, 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 right? Like joking myself. I'm laughing at myself because I'm riding alone. I'm like, this is funny. It's like, I'm not that. I'm not the evil, wicked witch. But the theme song came to mind, and I'm like, no, not this time. Mm -mm. We're enjoying the day. We're enjoying the ride, right? Life is a ride. Like, life is a highway. Enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. So I'm enjoying my ride. It's beautiful springtime. Little baby ducks. They're in the canal. They're paddling along. And there's one. There's one who's all alone. And I don't even know that she's all alone until I look over and I see Mama Duck like flying faster than I'm riding. And I ride pretty fast because I like it. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Mama Duck is riding, flying faster than I'm riding. Something serious, like, whoa, something serious just went down. And I see her touch down. I see her fly past me. Her little duck wings open. Like, you could feel her panicked energy. Like, what the actual fuck? Where are you? And I look as she lands, and there's a single little ducky. And I'm like, oh, my God. Mama duck looked around, had all her other baby ducks with her, and was like, what the actual fuck? Where's my other little baby duck? Like, where are they? What happened? And goes back to find them and get them. And I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. They all look the same when they're born. Someone might correct me. Please do if I'm wrong. But Mama Duck flies in, lands in. After thinking to herself, probably, what the actual fuck? Where are you? I mean, this might be the one that's like never listening. Come on. Let's go. We got to swim. Come on. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go find some more food. Come on. Your, your little brothers and sisters are tired. Come on, Papa. I didn't see the dad, but like, come on. He's kind of being an ass, you know? Like... <laughs> I imagine they have like their little duck families and she's like, come on. And it was amazing to see mama duck fly past faster than I was riding and land and look irritated. I swear she had an irritated look on her face. Like I do as a mama duck, as a mama, I'm like, come on, right? With love. I'm like, come on. I told you, let's get going. I told you, I told you that I told you. And so mama duck, like she wasn't going to leave behind her baby. And I was like, oh my God. That's how, that's how God is. Like, if you've heard the story of the sheep and he leaves the 99 to go find the one that's missing, there was one little baby duck on its own, one missing from the others. And she went after it. Probably not, like, come on, I told you, like, let to go, keep up. What you doing? <laughs> and the little duck was like, quack, mama, I love you. Mama, I quack you. Quack you, quack mama. And she's like, I know. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Chop, chop. And I saw this whole thing go down. And I'm like, oh, that's so, wow. Isn't that how God is? Like God leaves the 99 to come get the one, the lost one. We're the lost one. And a lot of times we feel really lost. And it's when he swoops in, flies in, open wings, covers us with his love, his grace, his mercy, his protection, his kindness, his gratitude. And I doubt he's like, what the actual fuck? Come on. Because he doesn't do that. He's like, I love you. I see you. I've never left you. I never will. Let's go. Come on, come with me. And you're like, oh, okay. I will go where you send me, right? And he's like, just follow me. Because I imagine mama duck flew in, grabbed a little baby duck, 
And after thinking, what the actual, you know? And then it was like, come on, let's go. And the little baby duck was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming to find me. I was out here. I was scared. I was alone. I just saw this little fishy and I was like, how cute. And I just started following it. And then I didn't realize it. But but when I did, I realized I was lost and I was scared. And you came and you rescued me. And now you're here with me. And now all I need to do is follow you and I'll go and I'll be back with our family. Thank you. Couldn't have done this without you. I feel like Mama Duck's like, I know, that's why I'm here. And it's like, hello, we can't do this life without God. And he's like, I know, that's why I'm here. Follow me. I came to save you. I came to rescue you. You got lost and now I found you. Come on. And I feel like a lot of times it's us that's resistant and us that's like, no, no, I want to do it my way. And they're like, no, you're going to continue to get lost. What did you not just learn? So that was one of my duck experiences recently. And then another one I was driving. And I don't know about you guys, but I freak out every time I see a fucking motorcycle cop. I've been pulled over by them many times in my history of driving. And I just don't like them. I see the little lights and I'm like, ah, 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 no, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, gracias. I'm like, ooh, ooh, like my stomach flips every time I see a motorcycle cop. Whether they're after me or not, whether the lights are on or not, I'm like, oh, go away, go. <laughs> but I drive by one and I, if you're anything like me, you slow down and I'm like, I am going under the speed limit every time I see a motorcycle cop. And there was one and I'm driving by and I'm like, why is he doing that? He's doing something really weird. He didn't have anyone pulled over, but he was pulled over. I'm like, did he pull over himself? Is he writing himself a ticket? What is going on? And I look over at the sidewalk and there's a, a, a grate right there like a, like a storm drain. And I see this mama duck just pacing and pacing and pacing. And I see the motorcycle cop and I drive by, right? I'm driving slower than the speed limit because I'm like, please don't pull me over. He's already pulled over. So I know it's so weird how our minds think. And I, I'm looking and I'm like, what is he doing? And I see this mama duck right next to him on the sidewalk pacing, like, like a tiger paces in a cage when it's freaked out, panicked. And you're like, oh, poor tiger, let him out. They don't deserve to be at the zoo, especially the Arizona one where it's so hot. Ugh. I know the plains of Africa are probably really hot, like where that, but come on, like give him some more space. Barely got any room in there. So anyways, this mama duck is pacing. And I look at the motorcycle cop and he gets on his knees and he puts his hand up on the curb and he bends down and it's like he's looking inside the grate and I I clicks. I'm like, oh my God, mama duck is freaking out. Her poor little baby ducks, like they probably fell down in the drain. And it was funny because I had this, this thought, oh my God, what should I do? Should I call the cops? <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, cops are there. But like, should I call the cops to help the cop? I'm sure he had a radio. And if he needed to, he called him for backup. But it was funny. But it wasn't funny. I saw this mama duck just panicked. And I don't know why else a mama duck like that would be panicked around the same time that all the other mama ducks are having their little babies, following them and swimming with them. And this one's just panicked and pacing. You know what I mean? And we do that. We panic and we pace and we panic and we pace. And so I'm like, well, what can I do? I can't call the cops on the cop. I'm like, you know what? You can pray, Sarah. And so I said a prayer for the cop and the mama duck because I just felt so like as a mom myself, ooh, I'm going to try to not cry. As a mom myself, my heart went out to this mama duck. And I don't know what was going through her little ducky mind, but if she was scared, she was freaking out. Her little baby duck maybe one, maybe all of them. I don't know if she left all the others just to try to save this one. I don't know how they got to that space. 
but you could tell she was in a panic and she was freaking out. She was like, like I didn't hear her because I was driving my windows up, but you could see her mouth was opening and shutting and opening and shutting and opening and shutting. And I don't know how how this cop got to her, but I hope he was able to help her. And I didn't feel good about not being able to help her do anything. I think that's just natural, right? When you're like, oh my God, I want, I wish I could do something, but we can always do something. We can always do something through prayer. And so I just lifted it up to prayer. I'm like, God, please help that cop help that duck because I could see and feel and sense her panic. And I don't know why a mama duck would be freaking out and panicking like that if it weren't for something really serious and significant to her and her little ducky mind and life. Um, I just felt like God's like, I got this. I'm going to make a way. And I'm like, how are you going to do that, God? Are you going to like let the cop, the motorcycle cop, like slide down into the grate? What's he going to do? And that's where it's not up to us to decide what to do, but just to trust and do our part and do our part and pray. And then I thought about that, the story of like, oh my God, when when a duck is lost or when one of us is lost, as followers of Jesus, we know his voice and he's our shepherd and we're his sheep. And of one of the 99, is it a hundred? Oh my gosh, I just lost my mind. You know what I mean? So the parable of the sheep. And when we when we go astray, when we get lost, he will leave the 99 to come find us. I think that's what it is. So maybe there's a hundred. That's a good number. But the point is, <laughs> regardless of the number, he will leave all of them to come after you, to follow you, to rescue you, to save you. And he will bring in people that will help do that. Just like the cop was able to help the ducky do that. The one the mama duck whose baby had fallen into the drain. And then when that mama duck realized the one that was on the canal, that her baby duck wasn't with them, she herself went and got her, her little baby. And that's what Jesus does. He himself came to rescue us. And when he ascended, conquered the grave, ascended up to heaven, he didn't leave us alone. He sent more help. Because that's what he does. He sent help. The big OG helper. Like the original gangster helper. Which is an extension of who he is. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's the helper. He had to leave. Because he in and of himself, one man, Jesus, God with the body, in the flesh, couldn't help all of us. He could help all of them who were there. But he had to leave so he could help all of us who were here. Does that make sense? So because he ascended to heaven, Jesus, and now he's sitting at the right hand of God, he's in heaven and he's prepared a room for you. It's going to be the most glorious, amazing, glamorous room. Just let him in, invite him into your heart and just know and trust you are, oof, you got the best room waiting for you. It's almost like better than the Ritz. Like all of those destinations that were like, I don't want to go. You must go to this place before you die. This is something you must do and see before you die. Well, ideally... But are you going to get to? We don't know. Cool if we do, but what if we don't, right? And so we can have all these questions, but it doesn't matter. Like it's going to be so much better than anything we could ever experience here. If you want to know about heaven, read your Bible. But what I'm saying is he is sent to help her. He was sent to help her to rescue us, to save us when we're lost, when we were not with him. He notices. He's aware of that. The Holy Spirit is our helper is our redeemer, is our healer, is our guide. 
just like the police officer was, was sent to help the mama duck. When she realized, I can't help my baby duck. It's fallen in the drain. Please, I've fallen and I can't get up. Like, that's not funny, though. Mama duck was like, stop quacking at me. That's not funny. And we're like, okay, you're right. But that's what Jesus does. He sent the Holy Spirit to come be our helper. Because we're like, it's not funny. I've fallen and I can't get up. I'm in this situation and I'm stuck. I need help. And he's like, I got you. I sent the Holy Spirit. But we're like, why are you joking about this? This isn't funny. And it's not funny. Like, it's serious. It's really serious. The people who have not let the Holy Spirit into their heart and into their lives, they live with these lies that I'm out here. I am stuck. I am trapped. I am on my own. I'm all alone. And we get into that and we get into the heaviness and the energy of that and feeling trapped and feeling stuck and feeling stopped and feeling blocked. And he did not create us to live that way. And we don't have to when we live with him. We always have that metaphorical police officer, the mama duck that realizes, oh, quack, got to go back. Oh, quack, got to go back. Where's my baby? Where my baby at? Right? And like, that's exactly what it's like. And we can live knowing that. We can live with that insight. We can live with that. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. And we can see that when we let him into our heart. But he's not going to barge his way in. But he has sent a friend, a friend, a helper, a restorer, a redeemer through the Holy Spirit. So what the duck, when I saw like last week, Two experiences with ducks, mama ducks, baby ducks. And then it came together. I'm like, why am I seeing baby ducks? What's going on? Why am I seeing baby ducks? <laughs> this is crazy. And and then it came to me like this full circle connection. That's a representation of who God is, who the Holy Spirit is, our Redeemer, our Helper, our Restorer, our Friend who will never leave us. Like until the end, until the end, he's with us until the end of our physical days. And then we get to be with him for all of our spiritual days. Why not be with him now? Why not wait? Because we don't know when our last day is. We don't know when we're going to get stuck and stopped. And we're like, oh, that's it. That was your last day. Shouldn't have waited. Shouldn't have waited to let him in, right? We don't want to live with worry or fear, feeling like we're trapped and stuck and we're never going to get out no matter how much help. There are so many stories, so many stories where people waited and then they were like, oh, fuck, what the duck? Uh, quack, 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 help. And it's like, no, no, no. When you're in those situations and you know that Jesus is already in your heart and in your life, you go to him much more faster, with much more faith, with much more confidence, with much more truth. I know that I don't know the way out, but I know that you do and I know that you'll see me through it. And so you don't have to live with fear and you don't have to live with worry and you don't have to live with doubt. You don't have to live afraid. You're like that little baby duck trapped down in the little grate. Like baby duck, I don't know if baby ducks know Jesus, but if baby duck knew Jesus, it'd be like, mom, thank you for quacking. And God, thank you for sending this police officer to come help and re restore and rescue me. Like I get it. I know how serious this is because I know how scary it was to be trapped down in there. And a lot of times it's in those scary, scary moments where we feel trapped and we feel like this is fucked up. I don't see a way out. Like I'm never going to get out that we have to go through. We get to go through. So we get to choose to let him in and say never again, never again. Am I going to find myself in a situation like that without you? Because I want you with me. I want you with me everywhere in every way every day. And he's like, I'm there. I'm there.
And you get this experience of this relationship with the Holy Spirit when you let Jesus in, when you invite him into your life. It doesn't matter where you get trapped. It doesn't matter where you get stuck. It doesn't matter if you feel like you've got the whole world helping you or no one to help you. You know you have Jesus with you. And that, my friends, makes all the difference. So you don't have to live in fear. Quack, quack. And like, what the quack? What the duck? <laughs> you don't have to live scared and afraid like that mama duck was in both of those situations. So I had this connection, this awareness, and this realization that that's what it's like. And maybe that's why it was important to share this episode. So maybe you're going to see a baby duck and you're going to be like, what the duck? Hey. So I heard this girl tell this story, this podcast one time about ducks and it was wild and it was weird. And I, I kind of got it. it. Maybe I didn't fully understand what she was talking about, but I saw this baby duck and it reminded me of that story. And that is kind of like when you give a mouse a cookie and I see this duck and it reminded me of the story and being reminded of the story, I became aware of where I'm stuck and becoming aware of where I'm stuck because I was reminded of that story because I listened to this podcast one time made me realize that I'm ready to stop living a life of lies and realizing that I'm stopping, ready to stop living a life of lies allowed me to know it's time to know it's time to let Jesus into my life. And so maybe that's what this is for you right here, right now. You're ready to do that. I invite you to do so by simply saying, hey, Jesus, I'm ready to stop living like a panicked duck. I'm ready to let you in my life and in my heart and to know that you, like those duck stories, are the story of savior, redemption, restoration, healing, and rescuing. And I'm ready for that. Will you come into my life and into my heart? In Jesus' name, amen. Mm, mm, I love this episode, What the Duck. So I hope you loved it just as much as I love sharing it with you. And if you haven't yet, let's connect. You can find me on all social media platforms and at sarahpicaro.com. Praying for you. Love you. Bye for now.